In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Storms come up quickly. We know that um, if you're out hiking lots of times, or walking, or driving your car, that all of a sudden the rain just begins to pelt. I remember a few years back where I was going out for a quick ride that became a much quicker ride um, when I got a notification that a hurricane was on its way and heard the actual siren and turned and raced to home and told Christy that I was safe and, and okay. And uh, she said, oh, good. And then and then a, f- a few hours later realized that I was out riding my bike. She said she would have been a lot more frantic if she knew that I was out riding, that she thought I was just home safe as the hurricane was uh, coming. The storms come up. The wind comes up quick. And in the region of, of Israel, on the lake of Gennesaret, Sea of Galilee, um, those winds that are, those, those seas that are generally calm become huge waves and, and dangerous um, for, for those who are, who are fishing. And uh, this is what we have in, in, our, in our passage today. Um, one of these sudden storms comes up. And it's very important to, for us to, to recognize that this passage comes directly after our last week's passage about the kingdom of God and the parables about the kingdom of God and the teaching about the kingdom of God. And it's important to connect these these passages. These aren't different passages. Um, there's a shift in that on that day when evening had come, he said, let us go to the other side. And he leaves the crowd and he's just with his disciples. But everything that Jesus is talking about, the kingdom of God, um, the the various soils <clears throat> and the way that, that people receive the seed, the word of God, the kingdom of God being like a mustard seed, the kingdom of God being mysterious, like a seed planted in the soil that sprouts on its own, this kingdom of God being like a lamp that you do not hide, but you put on a lampstand so that all might see um, the kingdom of glory of God. All of this is still at the forefront of this passage about what the kingdom of God is. Um, And now the kingdom of God um, sort of gets to show off a little bit. Like, really, um, Jesus spoke to them in parables, and now there's sort of practical reality. As the storm comes up, and they're filled um, with fear, and waves beaten to the boat, and the boat was filling, but Jesus was asleep on the cushion in the stern. The stern, maybe that place where the person who's there is supposed to be steering, supposed to be directing, instead he's asleep. And they, they wake him up and they say, teacher, don't you care if we perish? And he says, peace be still. When he rebuked the wind and the wind ceased and there was a great calm. Peace be still. And so we have in this, this passage here, um, the first element that we'll be looking at over the next um, couple of weeks as well, of, 
of what the kingdom of God is. The kingdom of God has power over nature. The kingdom of God is like a mustard seed. It is a, a thing that, that bursts forth in our life. It is something that takes root and brings forth fruit. Those are all sort of very, you know, academic, hypothetical type situations. What's the kingdom of God, though, bring forth into the world? The kingdom of God brings forth power over nature. The the seas cease. The wind ceases. Things are calm. Jesus brings peace into the world. Peace into chaos, peace into disruption. The kingdom of God brings peace into our lives. And Jesus gives that question, which is the question um, and command, really, that Jesus um, says more than any other command in the Bible. And we often might think it's um, go and make disciples or love or teach, or pray. But the actual command that Jesus gives more than any other command to his disciples is, don't fear. Don't be afraid. Why do you fear? Why are you afraid? Have faith. Trust in the living God. Trust that the kingdom of God is here. And they were filled with awe and said to one another, Who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? Who is this that has power over the wind and the sea? Who is this that has power over nature? Who is this that tells us not to fear? Um, That invites us into something different. And I think this is an important passage um, as we as we continue to look at Mark's gospel and also the kingdom of God and, and as well as looking ahead to to what's coming. They're filled with fear and awe. This is this is not um, this is not a new thing. This is something that we'll be repeating in Mark's gospel and it repeats throughout the scriptures with the disciples as they encounter um, the wonders, the miracles, the healings, the resurrection. They're filled with awe and amazement and wonder. And for us, this is, this is an important invitation, an important reality that we're invited into. We're invited into this opportunity to bring forth peace in the midst of chaos. Um, Yes, the kingdom of God has power over nature, but the kingdom of, of God also has power over sort of the chaos of, of people's lives, over the disruption that um, takes place in the world. 
not just from natural disasters and earthquakes and famines and storms, um, but also things that are that are economic, things that are physical, like sickness, things that cause chaos in our lives, losing a job, losing a loved one, getting sick, struggling with addiction. These things bring chaos into the world, into our lives. They're storms that disrupt the peace and the kingdom of God can bring peace in the midst of that chaos. Simply by this call that Jesus has of don't be afraid. Have faith. And that isn't just sort of this, you know, blind, happy, have faith. You know, I mean, have faith. See you later. Have faith. It's, it's a real active struggle to put aside the fear, to put aside the concern, how are we going to survive? How am I going to make it? What am I going to do? Am I going to die? Right? These are what the disciples are facing right here in the boat. Am I going to die? Don't you care that I'm going to die? That you're going to die? And it's, it is bat, not just battling that fear, but it's putting that, that trust in the glory of who God is, in the grace and love and promise, knowing the kingdom of God has burst into the world and is taking root in our life. And that in that, we'll have peace. We may not even have life, right? We may, I mean, we may have, we have life in the resurrection, but we may not have life in this world. Everything may not turn out okay in the, okay in the way the world thinks it'll turn out okay. But we'll have that peace that God can provide, that God can give. And this is what Jesus is offering, and this is what Jesus is presenting. Peace and power over the chaos of this world. Don't be afraid. This is why Paul talks later about suffering. The suffering is, is just a, perhaps a part of the Christian life. But there will be suffering because there'll be those who aren't interested in embracing this. There'll be those who rejoice in the chaos or they like to, they don't, they don't want to hear about this peace. And for whatever reason, they reject it. And that there 
there's going to be suffering. And he just says it matter-of-factly, right? I mean, as you read through the letters of Paul, the, over and over and over again, there's there's joy throughout the letters. There's joy and rejoicing, which doesn't mean there's also not suffering. Um, and I think that's that's the part of what Jesus is, is introducing the disciples today on this boat. That God is with them always. God is ever present. He's right beside them. God does care if you perish. God does care. There's there's sort of um, here hints and, and reflections of Jonah Right when Jonah is thrown overboard and the fish swallows him up and the seas calm instantaneously, does God care um, about Jonah? Yes. Even as Jonah is disobeying, even as Jonah is fleeing um, to Tarshish, God sends a fish to swallow him up to save him. God cares about you. God cares about me. God longs to bring peace into the chaos of our lives. And God longs for the storms of our lives to to cease. And God longs for us to bring peace and calm in the storms of those who surround us, that we might come alongside. And as if we're not going through struggle, that we can build up those who are. Knowing, indeed, that, that they'll be there for us when we struggle. So let's... Um, Let's pray that we might that we might um, have courage, that we might have faith. We might seek the peace that God provides, and that we might live fully into the storms that battle us, knowing that we have a God protects us who cares whether we perish or not almighty god we do pray for your spirit to come upon us to fill us to flow through us give us courage not to fear give us strength to have faith help us O lord as we encounter the storms and the chaos of this world in our lives. Surround us by your Holy Spirit. Surround us with brothers and sisters who can build us up and who can comfort us. Come, Lord Jesus. Bring forth peace and calm to the storms that affect us. For this we pray in Jesus' name.
Amen.